0: guys, it's Chaya Sarah here and I want to share a beautiful story with you that happened to me last year and how I saw God in a beautiful way and helping me. Basically, last year, I went to this beautiful experience. It's called Lagba Omer, where about 20,000 people come to a big rabbi's grave. There's singing, there's dancing, there's experiences where everyone's just like full of praise and gratefulness for everything that he's done for the Jewish people. All the Torah that we have today, he gave us tons of it. Is a huge fire and everyone's dancing around. The, the amount of people that are there are around 50,000 people. And I love to go because it's a beautiful experience. It's a big trip all the way up there, about three hours, but it's worth it. And last year, I was super excited and I decided I was going. I went there, I was walking around, meeting people, talking to people, watching all cool experiences. And then at the end of the night, I was ready to go home. As I'm ready to go home, I'm looking around. I'm like, just want to just check one last time before I left. Where's my new phone? I just got a new phone from my job. And I was looking all over for my phone. Within a few minutes of being there, I realized, uh-oh, my phone is not here. I started looking everywhere, every place I could look. There were 20,000 people. How on earth am I supposed to find my phone there? And I was slipping out because this job, this phone wasn't mine. I got a phone that my job paid for me. And I was so grateful that I got this phone that I'm like, oh my gosh, I better be so careful that it. it's a brand new phone, a beautiful phone, and I can't lose a phone. You know, you just got a new job and they got they buy you a phone. Anyway, I looked around. I couldn't find it. I was literally flipping out. And I asked anybody on the road, did you by any chance see a pink phone? They're like, you want to try to find a phone in a, in a group of 20,000 people? Not going to happen. And I didn't know what to do. And I started praying. I'm like, Hashem, please help me find my phone. It's not mine. It's my job. And it's so embarrassing to lose a job, a phone from a job. Please, God, help me find it. Could not find it. I asked anyone if they know where to look. They said, go to the police. So I go to the police. I'm like, listen, I really need help. And I come in, it's like very scary because like the criminals, the people who are fighting or issues, that's who comes to the police, not somebody who lost the phone. But I was like, I don't know where to go. So the police is like laughing at me because I'm like all nervous. He's like, okay, you'll be fine. Don't worry about your phone. It's not such a big deal. We'll get you another phone. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like I have all my contacts in it and all my information and I just got a new phone. And he's like a little bit laughing at me. So I'm standing there in the police office and I'm praying. He tells me you're praying for your phone. Like, come on, pray for something bigger. I said, no, I said, I need to pray for everything. Only God could help me find my phone. Okay. He was a little bit laughing at me, but that was that. And I just looked at it, looked for my phone for about three and a half to four hours it was about 5 a.m i was ready to leave because people stayed till very late and literally by 9 a.m i still hadn't found it and i was like okay hey, i'm just gonna go home and on my way home i'm like praying to god i'm like god you understand this is not my phone i just got this and i can't lose it you know like it's just gonna sound so irresponsible of me i said i don't deserve it for me but just couldn't you possibly get it back and i asked you on the bus and they're like let me tell you something when you lose something in a group of 20,000 people, it's literally impossible to find. So I think you should just forget about it, and that's it. And I was so upset. I did not know what to do. Till I finally got home. It was very, very late because it's a long bus ride. And finally I come home, I'm like, I'm just going to sleep. I'm not talking to anyone. I'm exhausted. I can't think straight. I don't know what to do. And I came home, and I took a nap for a few hours. And then I wake up around 10 o'clock, and my roommate's like, Sarah, where were you we were searching for you nobody saw you we sent you messages you you didn't answer what is going on I said guys I'm so sorry We were so nervous I don't know where you were I said guys I'm so sorry I lost my phone and I don't know where it is and we tried calling my phone my phone was off basically in my heart I was very very scared that maybe this was over and I lost it and you know I just felt very very uncomfortable did not know what to do with myself I went to sleep, prayed, said, God, the only one who could find me my phone is you. At this point, I can't do anything about it anymore. You're in charge. And I said, oh, I want to thank you for all the times that my phone worked. And I said, thank you for my phone. I was able to make phone calls. I was able to make all my plans that I needed. I was able to speak to people. I was able to send videos around. I was able to send all kinds of messages. I was able to get through to people. I want to thank you for my phone. I did about three minutes of focused thank you of just what my phone has done for me. And I was just like, wow, my phone has done so much. And I am so grateful for my phone. The next morning, I wake up. And my roommate is on the phone. She's like, hi, Sarah. Somebody picked up the phone. I'm like, what? Somebody picked up my phone? Where is it? Who has it? Oh my gosh. So I come running to the phone and the guy's like, oh, no worries. Um, I have the phone for you. You could come pick it up. It's in the old city. I'm like, what? You mean you have my phone? I said, you don't understand. I can't believe that. How do you have my phone? He's like, come over, I'll tell you. So I go over to the old city. I come to his house. And I said, could you just tell me, like, what happened? He's like, well, my nephew saw a phone on the floor. And he thought to himself, if he leaves it there, it's going to be trampled on. Because be, there are thousands of people that are going to step on it and destroy it. So he decided to take it. And by the time he gave it, by, by the time he took it, it was already almost dead. So he said, he heard, so his nephew looked inside. And there was a little card. And inside the card was a picture of me. And it said, Netiva Shalom. No, no, sorry, Netiva. It's a shul. It's a... It's a it's a little um, place where guys learn Torah. So somebody helped me get a little card there. So because I had a picture of myself and I in a Tiv Arye, this boy who picked it up of all people in the world, he says, oh my gosh, I have an uncle who works in a Tiv Arye. Maybe he'll know who she is. guys, it's Sara here and I want to share a beautiful story with you that happened to me last year and how I saw God in a beautiful way and helping me. Basically, last year, I went to this beautiful experience. It's called Lagba Omer, where about 20,000 people come to a big rabbi's grave. There's singing, there's dancing, there's experiences where everyone's just like full of praise and gratefulness for everything that he's done for the Jewish people. All the Torah that we have today, he gave us tons of it. Is a huge fire, and everyone's dancing around. The amount of people that are there are around 50,000 people. And I love to go because it's a beautiful experience. It's a big trip all the way up there, about three hours, but it's worth it. And last year, I was super excited, and I decided I was going. I went there, I was walking around, meeting people, talking to people, watching all cool experiences. And then, at the end of the night, I was ready to go home. As I'm ready to go home, I'm looking around, I'm like, just wanna just check one last time before I left, where's my new phone? I just got a new phone from my job and I was looking all over for my phone. Within a few minutes of being there, I realized, uh-oh, my phone is not here. I started looking everywhere, every place I could look. There were 20,000 people. How on earth am I supposed to find my phone there? And I was slipping out, cause this, job, this phone wasn't mine. I got a phone that my job paid for me and I was so grateful that I got this phone, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I better be so careful that it. it's a brand new phone, a beautiful phone, and I can't lose a phone. You know, you just got a new job, and they got they buy you a phone. Anyway, I looked around. I couldn't find it. I was literally flipping out, and I asked anybody on the road, did you by any chance see a pink phone? They're like, you want to try to find a phone in a, in a group of 20,000 people? Not going to happen. And I didn't know what to do, and I started praying, I'm like, Hashem, please help me find my phone, it's not mine, it's my job, and it's so embarrassing to lose a job, a phone from a job, please God help me find it, could not find it, I asked anyone if they know where to look, they said, go to the police, so I go to the police, I'm like, listen, I really need help, and I come in, it's like very scary, because like the criminals, the people who are fighting or issues, that's who come to the police, not somebody who lost the phone, but I was like, I don't know where to go, So the police is like laughing at me because I'm like all nervous. He's like, okay, you'll be fine. Don't worry about your phone. It's not such a big deal. We'll get you another phone. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like I have all my contacts in it and all my information and I just got a new phone. And he's like a little bit laughing at me. So I'm standing there in the police office and I'm praying. He tells me you're praying for your phone. Like, come on, pray for something bigger. I said, no, I said, I need to pray for everything. Only God could help me find my phone. Okay. He was a little bit laughing at me, but that was that. And I just looked at it, looked for my phone for about three and a half to four hours it was about 5 a.m i was ready to leave because people stayed till very late and literally by 9 a.m i still hadn't found it and i was like okay hey, i'm just gonna go home and on my way home i'm like praying to god i'm like god you understand this is not my phone i just got this and i can't lose it you know like it's just gonna sound so irresponsible of me i said i don't deserve it for me but just couldn't you possibly get it back and i asked people on the bus and they're like let me tell you something when you lose something in a group of 20,000 people, it's literally impossible to find. So I think you should just forget about it, and that's it. And I was so upset. I did not know what to do. Till I finally got home, it was very, very late because it's a long bus ride. And finally I come home, I'm like, I'm just going to sleep. I'm not talking to anyone. I'm exhausted. I can't think straight. I don't know what to do. And I came home, and I took a nap for a few hours. And then I wake up around 10 o'clock, and my is like, Hey, Sarah, where were you? We were searching for you. Nobody saw you. We sent you messages. You, you didn't answer. What is going on? I said, guys, I'm so sorry. I like, we were so nervous. I know where you were. I said, guys, I'm so sorry. I lost my phone and I don't know where it is. And we tried calling my phone. My phone was off. Basically, in my heart, I was very, very scared that maybe this was over and I lost it. And, you know, I just felt very, very uncomfortable. Did not know what to do with myself. I went to sleep, prayed, said, God, the only one who could find me my phone is you. At this point, I can't do anything about it anymore. You're in charge. And I said, oh, so I want to thank you for all the times that my phone worked. And I said, thank you for my phone. I was able to make phone calls. I was able to make all my plans that I needed. I was able to speak to people. I was able to send videos around. I was able to send all kinds of messages. I was able to get through to people. I want to thank you for my phone. I did about three minutes of focused thank you of just what my phone has done for me. And I was just like, wow, my phone has done so much. And I am so grateful for my phone. The next morning I wake up and my roommate is on the phone. She's like, hi, Sarah. Somebody picked up the phone. I'm like, what? Somebody picked up my phone? Where is it? Who has it? Oh my gosh. So I come running to the phone and the guy's like, oh, no worries. Um, I have the phone for you. You could come pick it up. It's in the old city. I'm like, what? You mean you have my phone? I said, you don't understand. I can't believe that. How do you have my phone? He's like, come over, I'll tell you. So I go over to the old city, I come to his house, and I said, Could you just tell me, like, what happened? He's like, Well, my nephew saw a phone on the floor, and he thought to himself, If he leaves it there, it's going to be trampled on because be, there are thousands of people that are going to step on it and destroy it. So he decided to take it, and by the time he gave it, by, by the time he took it, it was already almost dead. So he said, he, His nephew looked inside, and there was a little card, and inside the card was a picture of me, and it said, Nativa Shalom. No, no, sorry, Native, it's a shul, it's a, it's a, It's a little um, place where guys learn Torah, so somebody helped me get a little card there. So because I had a picture of myself and I said in a Tiv Aryeh, this boy who picked up of all people in the world, he says, oh my gosh, I have an uncle who works in a Tiv Aryeh. Maybe he'll know who she is. guys, it's Sarah here and I want to share a beautiful story with you that happened to me last year. And how I saw God in a beautiful way and helping me. Basically, last year, I went to this beautiful experience. It's called Lagba Omer, where about 20,000 people come to a big rabbi's grave. There's singing, there's dancing, there's experiences where everyone's just like full of praise and gratefulness for everything that he's done for the Jewish people. All the Torah that we have today, he gave us tons of it. Is a huge fire, and everyone's dancing around. The amount of people that are there are around 50,000 people. And I love to go because it's a beautiful experience. It's a big trip all the way up there, about three hours, but it's worth it. And last year, I was super excited, and I decided I was going. I went there. I was walking around, meeting people, talking to people, watching all cool experiences. And then at the end of the night, I was ready to go home. As I'm ready to go home, I'm looking around. I'm like, just want to just check one last time before I left. Where's my new phone? I just got a new phone from my job, and I was looking all over for my phone. Within a few minutes of being there, I realized, uh-oh, my phone is not here. I started looking everywhere, every place I could look. There were 20,000 people. How on earth am I supposed to find my phone there? And I was slipping out because this job, this phone wasn't mine. I got a phone that my job paid for me. And I was so grateful that I got this phone and I'm like, oh my gosh, I better be so careful that it. it's a brand new phone, a beautiful phone. And I can't lose a phone, you know, you just got a new job and they got they buy you a phone. Anyway, I looked around, I couldn't find it. I was literally flipping out and I asked anybody on the road, did you by any chance see a pink phone? They're like, you want to try to find a phone in a, in a group of 20,000 people? Not going to happen. And I didn't know what to do. And I started praying. I'm like, Hashem, please help me find my phone. It's not mine. It's my job. And it's so embarrassing to lose a job, a phone from a job. Please, God, help me find it. Could not find it. I asked anyone if they know where to look. They said, go to the police. So I go to the police. I'm like, listen, I really need help. And I come in. It's like very scary because like the criminals, the people who are fighting or issues, that's who comes to the police, not somebody who lost the phone. But I was like, I don't know where to go. So the police is like laughing at me because I'm like all nervous. He's like, okay, you'll be fine. Don't worry about your phone. It's not such a big deal. We'll get you another phone. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like I have all my contacts in it and all my information and I just got a new phone. And he's like a little bit laughing at me. So I'm standing there in the police office and I'm praying. He tells me you're praying for your phone. Like, come on, pray for something bigger. I said, no, I said, I need to pray for everything. Only God could help me find my phone. Okay. He was a little bit laughing at me, but that was that. And I just... Looked, at it, looked for my phone for about three and a half to four hours It was about 5 a.m. I was ready to leave because people stayed till very late And literally by 9 a.m. I still hadn't found it and I was like, okay, hey, I'm just gonna go home And on my way home, I'm like praying to God I'm like, God, you understand this is not my phone I just got this and I can't lose it, you know, like it's just gonna sound so irresponsible of me I said, I don't deserve it for me, but just couldn't you possibly get it back? And I asked people on the bus and they're like, let me tell you something when you lose something in a group of 20,000 people, it's literally impossible to find. So I think you should just forget about it, and that's it. And I was so upset. I did not know what to do. Till I finally got home, it was very, very late because it's a long bus ride. And finally I come home, I'm like, I'm just going to sleep. I'm not talking to anyone. I'm exhausted. I can't think straight. I don't know what to do. And I came home, and I took a nap for a few hours. And then I wake up around 10 o'clock, and my roommate's like, Sarah, where were you? We were searching for you. Nobody saw you. We sent you messages. You, you didn't answer. What is going on? I said, guys, I'm so sorry. Like, we were so nervous. we know where you were. I said, guys, I'm so sorry. I lost my phone, and I don't know where it is. And we tried calling my phone. My phone was off. Basically, in my heart, I was very, very scared that maybe this was over, and I lost it. And, you know, I just felt very, very uncomfortable. Did not know what to do with myself. I went to sleep, prayed, said, God, the only one who could find me my phone is you. At this point, I can't do anything about it anymore. You're in charge. And I said, oh, so I want to thank you for all the times my phone worked. And I said, thank you for my phone. I was able to make phone calls. I was able to make all my plans that I needed. I was able to speak to people. I was able to send videos around. I was able to send all kinds of messages. I was able to get through to people. I want to thank you for my phone. I did about three minutes of focused thank you of just what my phone has done for me. And I was just like, wow, my phone has done so much. And I am so grateful for my phone. The next morning, I wake up. And my roommate is on the phone. She's like, hi, Sarah somebody picked up the phone I'm like what somebody picked up my phone where is it who has it oh my gosh so I come running to the phone and the guy's like oh no worries um I have the phone for you you could come pick it up it's in the old city I'm like what you mean you have my phone I said you don't understand I can't believe it how do you have my phone he's like come over I'll tell you So I go over to the old city, I come to his house, and I said, could you just tell me, like, what happened? He's like, well, my nephew saw a phone on the floor, and he thought to himself, if he leaves it there, it's going to be trampled on, because there are thousands of people that are going to step on it and destroy it. So he decided to take it, and by the time he gave it, by by the time he took it, it was already almost dead. So he said, his nephew looked inside, and there was a little card, and inside the card was a picture of me, and it said, Netiva Shalom. Sorry, Netiva, it's a shul, it's a, it's a, it's a little um, place where guys learn Torah, so somebody helped me get a little card there. So because I had a picture of myself and I in the Tiv Aryeh, this boy who picked up of all people in the world, he says, oh my gosh, I have an uncle who works in a Tiv Aryeh. Maybe he'll know who she is.